Babylon, Wisconsin. As if senior year in high school isn't stressful enough. Football. Prom. Tests. Superpowers. A high school unlike any other. In a town unlike any other. Babylon, Wisconsin. Max, do you have to keep drumming your fingers like that? Stop. Okay, it's a big decision, but you need to relax. And say something. Let me in, you know? You know I always let you in on everything. But why would you want to know what Steve's wagering? I can see that means something, but I have no idea what. What's going on? Steve's just... being lame. That's lame. (laughs) So now you have to decide what to do. Do you stop him, or do you let him be stupid? Oh, sorry. I think it was lame. Yeah? Uh, How am I supposed to do that? Well, here. From an outsider's point of view, I say if Steve's being lame, stop him. The kid's head is big enough already. And Lord knows what will happen if he thinks he's invincible, er... Okay. You're such a pushover. Not all the time. Yes, only with me. You're utterly powerless to my demands. (laughs) And that reminds me. Who do you have your eye on this year, hotshot? You're kicking butt in football. Who has caught your fancy? <laughs> really, though, you've got your pick. I thought I saw Vanessa eyeing you at lunch today. Vanessa Madison? That, that would not happen, Dana. I don't think I'm willing to be a servant. <laughs> Max, Max, Max. If there's one thing that I've learned from that group of people we eat lunch with, is that any man is willing to be a servant for the right arm candy. Besides... I made you my servant once in fifth grade, and you didn't complain. Well, gosh, Dana, how could a man resist payment in Jolly Ranchers? You know my mom never let me eat candy. Yeah, I was a pretty clever boss, and I passed my classes thanks to you doing my homework. And then remember, the teacher caught you writing my vocab words for me, and you, (laughs) you told her that you thought you were doing my homework as a way of getting extra credit? Oh, yeah. How could any teacher actually believe that? I was sweating bullets, too. Ah. Oh, I hear the garage door. They were good times. He's home. Well, well, I should be. Max, uh, if you need anyone to talk to... Oh, don't go worrying about me, Dana. I can handle it, Uh, but thanks. If there were ever a person to pick to make the right choice, I'd pick you, hands down. around the house wouldn't kill you. Like, dinner? Is that so hard? Oh, wait, never mind. I wouldn't trust you to make anything edible. And could you pick up your shoes, Jeez. Bye, Dana. Dad, I'd appreciate the criticism after a friend leaves. Max might never come over again after that. (laughs) Why should he? Does he want guitar lessons? Whatever. Why don't we talk about why you're so late, Dad? It's 7.30. Did you stop at the bar again? Did the car make it home, too? Or did the manager call you a cab again? Who do you think you are? You're lucky I let you live here. Don't think you have some right to judge me just because your mom didn't want you doesn't mean I have to deal with your emotions. I wish I didn't live here, Dad. I really do. I'm sorry. Did I ruin your chances with Mr. Max Gardner? Is he so desperate that he would settle for you? Damn kid. 
All right! You ready for a great game? This should be an easy win. Hey, I was thinking first half, we could really knock him dead. And second half, maybe only score a few, but keep him low on the scoreboard. Maybe end 63-14, and Steve, then... I know, remember? Okay, good. Then you get it, right? Cool. No, I don't get it. I'm not helping you with this, dude. Seriously, I can't believe you're doing this. Who bets on games in real life anyway, Steve? What are you, some sort of cliche movie guy? Would you shut the hell up. I'm not helping you win this bet. You know, these superpowers, I didn't ask for this to happen to us. I sure as hell didn't make us this way. And I never asked for these features. You sure don't seem to mind them. But why can't I profit from something that was forced on me? Why can't I turn my telekinesis into a positive for myself? Because you're not doing it the right way. Because you do anything good with them? Who are you to talk? You've got incredible strength. Hell, you just found out you can fly, too. But you pretend those powers aren't there. That's because I don't want them. So leave me out of this thing you've got going. Huddle up, men. Gather around. Decolt. Gardner. Stop staring at each other and focus. Save the puppy love for later. <laughs> Boys, we gotta stay in tune with each other out there. This game is real important. If we want this season to continue, you gotta be on your game. Gardner, defense wins championships. Be one with that ball. We control our own destiny. This game is gonna be tough. Give 150% every minute. Ready, men? One, two, three, Babylon! Hey folks, Danny Glenn from Babylon Public Radio here for the playoff play-by-play. -play. A great catch by Babylon to start the game. The receiver runs it up, and he's passing everyone, and they're going, and they're going, and touchdown for Babylon High! Unbelievable, a first-minute touchdown. And the first completed pass for the Twin Lake Raiders. The first time they've gotten to throw the ball twice in a row. The Babylon Panthers are unstoppable with four touchdowns already. Linebacker Max Gardner has been an awkward player all game. Despite that, he has seven sacks all in the first quarter. Well, wasn't that weird? Gardner seems to have misunderstood the play and tackled his own teammate before an interception. It's back down to first down for the Raider, and that's the most Fresh out of a timeout, Max Garner screws up the play. Another odd move by him. He seems to have purposely dropped the interception that the Twin Lake Raiders QB pitched right into his hands. DeCole is pretty upset about losing the lead he built. He just threw the Gatorade cooler at the home bleachers. Talk about fans turning on the team. This team's turning on the fans. And that's halftime, folks. What looked to be a blowout for the Babylon Panthers is now turning into a very close game. Twin Lakes has a good shot of pulling on the upset tonight. Holy hell! Steve Cole just shoved his teammate, Max Gardner. Frustration erupting on the Babylon bench. He's, oh, and now he's pulling on Gardner's helmet. Gardner isn't even budging. Security has restrained Steve DeCole, and they're escorting him off the field before things escalate. Little hope left now for Babylon now, as it seems likely that DeCole will be pulled out for the second half. This is unfair. Stop punching the locker, DeColt. This is unfair. Steve DeColt, you're skating on thin ice, pal. This team relies on the QB to hold them together. Not to go launching an attack when we're losing. I'm mad at Max's performance tonight, too. 
But you can't act that way, son. You don't son. even get it. This is so much more than what you think. He's trying to sabotage Nicole, me, Coach. you're angry. Go sleep this off. The season's over. But you've still got that scholarship. And you need to learn to be a leader before you get there. Hey, Steve. Uh, oh, Dana. Waiting for Max? Yeah, that's what friends do. Yeah, friends. You can't be mad at him for what he did. I'm sure he had a good reason. I'm not. Hmm. Never mind that. Walk with me. Who are you going to fall formal with? Why would I go to the fall formal? And why do you want to know? Because I want you to go with me. Steve, I don't think that's a good idea. You don't even get to take my parents' Mercedes. It's old as hell, but it's still pretty sweet. Steve, I don't really want to go to the dance at all. Sorry. Excuse me? I just don't want to go. Dances are stupid. Sorry. Damn. Steve, that's someone's car you're- You know, Dana, you think you're so cool because you go against anything trendy, but Steve, I- Steve, it's nothing like that. No, I, just... I want to say this. You think you're above me, but really, I'd be doing you a favor going to this dance. No one in the school would know who you are if you didn't talk to me or Max. Okay, Steve. Thanks. Can I go now? Yeah, go home. Because I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're so ungrateful, don't Dana. Don't judge me, Steve. I haven't done anything wrong. I just don't like you like that. Don't get so beat up about it. Jesus! Why would I be beat up about it? You're just a worthless Wisconsin hick like the rest and of them. And you're not? Who are you kidding, Steve? You were born here in Babylon, too. Don't act all high and mighty. You're such a jerk. You think just because I want to make a little more of myself than Babylon, Wisconsin's MVP, I'm a jerk? You're so naive, you know Right, that? Steve. Naive. Because I'm calling you out about your hypocrisy. What is this even about? Why are you talking to me? You just beat up my best friend. You beat up Max for no oh, reason. there was a reason. That stupid, insignificant... How the hell can someone like you not see his potential? Maybe that's it. You're jealous that Max has got more potential than you. He always has. Ah, yes. Go defend your precious Max. Dana, no one sees if that thick-skulled idiot has potential. Sure, now that he has superhuman strength, he can push people around. But he doesn't do anything unless he's pushed into it. He has freaking superhuman strength, and he couldn't even fight me back. He's a wuss. Even Don't you can- Don't talk about him that way. He's just not conceited like some people. I'd much rather date a guy like Max than a guy like you. You're too scared to say that you're nothing special without a football and a good team to back you up. No, Dana. Max is worthless. He's as worthless as you are. You're the most untalented, unwanted, useless person I've ever met. Even with that voice thing you've got. Hell, you didn't even get a useful talent from that storm. Because it would have been such a waste. Your father's right. The only reason your mom left is because she saw what a horrible mistake she made by letting you into this world. You're Babylon, Wisconsin's burden, and you'll never leave this town. Out of my way, I got places to go. all around you. I'm aware. It's okay, Max. I'm fine. Let's just walk to the bus stop. Dana, uh, what the hell happened? Every car on the lot is trashed. 
Lucky for us, neither of us could get a parking permit this semester. Every car in the lot is trashed. <laughs> Dude, there were only six cars left in the lot. Was it Steve? Can he even do that to a window with his telekinesis? God! Well, Steve certainly helped. Put him on the Max, phone, please? don't worry about it. No, I will not leave a message. I'd like to talk to my father. Whatever. Oh, do I have to go in person to get this crap done? Of course done? I'm going to worry about it. Look around you. This is big. What happened to all these cars? I could do without Ever another angry Max person. Tell me what Steve did. He was pretty mad at me. I can't imagine how P.O.D. was, was after the game. What about? Did Steve do this to all the cars? Shut up, you damn alarm! Thank you. You really want to know? Fine. Steve asked me to fall formal. Oh. Oh, so he's, um... <clears throat> he's mad. Why? Because I said no. I tried to let him down nicely. <laughs> said I didn't want to go to the stupid dance, you know? Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. But he got all mad and said I wasn't worthy, so we fought, and he was rude. And I told him I couldn't possibly like someone like him, and he said that... I must like you, and I said better you than him, and he called us both worthless and drove away, and, and... I just snapped. My voice. It did all this. I sort of yelled. He made you do all of this? Are you kidding me? Jesus, he's such an a-hole. Yeah. This is all my fault. Max, shut up. No, seriously, it's because of the game. That was the decision I was trying to make. What do you mean? Steve's been using his telekinesis and my strength to his advantage. Hmm. More than you thought. He's been betting on us. On the game. God, what a jerk. So you chose to stop him. That was the hardest game I've ever played. It was so hard to break through his push on me. I think it was only because people on the bench would talk to him. And now the team hates me. Uh, but I did, I did okay, what I thought was I've right. You were right, Max. Come on, let's go. Oh, hi, Vanessa. Didn't see you there. Hi, Dana. Hi, Max. <laughs> Jesus, Max is lame. Steve, though, there's more to him than I thought. He's got some serious potential as a partner. I should go talk to him. No, he just write me off. What the hell's up with that? He doesn't even react to me at all. <sighs> Man, Principal Adler's gonna be pissed when she sees her car. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a good idea. Tune in again for episode six of Babylon, Wisconsin. This episode of Babylon, Wisconsin was written by Elise Karish. Direction by Stephen Baker and Gregory Krajewski. Our cast featured Nora Bros, Don Kleppen, Anthony Kroll, Matt Palumbo, Kevin Peters, and Sarah Zwinkless. Music composed by Victor Chaga, Stacey Chambers, and Ramon Reyes. Production assistant, Rebecca Wallace. Recording engineer, Matt Rosicki. Post-production engineers, Mark Munger and Spencer Edwards. Babylon, Wisconsin was created and produced by Columbia College Chicago.